gentlemen thank you all for being here today on this rise up episode number 201 on this october 5th year of our lord 2023 and i think we're all fine from the fema things i know eli's fine over there he's working i'm fine i think most of you are in here fine if we have a um you know if we have a few hundred people short this morning then we know that the fema alert might have got them, but as of right now, I have not heard anybody say that they've had a problem with the FEMA alerts yesterday. Praise God. We're all here. We're all praising his name. We're all worshiping God this morning. And you know what I love about that song called Brand New? First of all, that song was by Steve Davis and Jordan Colley. Or I, I don't know if it's Colley or Cole. It's C-O-L-L-E. Okay. Sons, the band and tribal is the name of the of the group. Uh, Sons, the band and tribal together for the song brand new featuring Steve Davis and Jordan. We'll just say Cole. We'll say Cole. C-O-L-L-E. Jeremy, you look skinny standing up. Maybe that's why I chose to do it. When I sit down, I crunch all together like a cheese puff. Um, Jennifer is my wife, says Scotty. Well, hello, Jennifer, if you're watching today. We love your husband very much. He's a great man, and we are so honored to have you joining us uh, for this Rise Up this morning. It's a very good uh, special Rise Up, as they all are. They're all for God, so there's not really one more special than the other. But what I would like to say is that we've got some great videos to play today, and we're going to be talking about you being the temple, okay? Now, I have nothing but the utmost respect for my Jewish brothers and sisters. Shalom to all of my Jewish brothers and sisters. And it's really, really hard as a Christian to criticize, I don't want to say criticize, it's not the right word, correct maybe the way we believe Jews still think today. And I don't mean to do it with malice, it's somewhat of a constructive criticism. God wants, Jesus wants us to preach the gospel. And the gospel says, you are the new temple. I am the new temple. The body of Christ is the new temple. A temple that can never be destroyed. A temple that can never be burned down. A temple that can never be destroyed, broken, cracked, We are the new temple. There's no need for a new temple to be built to honor God. That temple can be destroyed. This temple can't. 
And Jesus made that so. So we're going to be talking about that today. Misty says, how do I donate when I'm watching through the Rumble app? I believe there's a little dollar sign if you're, if you're um, signed into your profile on the app as well as the mobile version. But if not, just pull up the mobile version on your, on your web browser, type in Rumble, go into Rumble and watch it that way, and you can do it that way, and I appreciate it. Jeremy, I want to put a scroll in my doorway to the house. Is there any one particular script I should put in the scroll? Yes, there is. Yes, there is. You should put a scroll that says, as for me and my house, we serve the Lord. That's all you need right there. And if you want anything else, I would include the name Jesus in that. Because demons and evil cringe and flee at the sight or the hearing of his name. But as for me and my house, baby, we serve the Lord. And you could even throw G. We serve the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. That should keep everything, every bad spirit away from coming to your home. Dollar sign no longer exists on my phone. Maybe you need to do an update of your app if you're watching on the app. If not, check out what I do. I don't watch on the app. I don't like the app. Oh, Misty, thank you. God bless. She figured it out. Look at that. So I don't watch on the app because I don't like the app. So I just go to like my browser right here and I go to rumble like this. And there's a, as you can see, there's rumble, right? And it looks just like the, uh, it looks just like the, uh, the web, t- the website version or the, uh, the laptop version. And there's even a button for chat and chat is right there and you can do everything you need right there. And then at the bottom down here is the dollar sign. Okay. So that might help people that are watching if they've always wanted to do it. And again, Misty, thank you very, very much. We have a thousand people watching. Um, I have a dollar sign, but it don't work. It won't send. Yeah, that's really weird, Sass. I, I, well, Hey, you know what? Thank you for trying. And if you really want to uh, donate to our cause, um, then you can go to jeremyherald.com. And um, there's no percentage that gets taken there on Rumble's behalf. So um, the live chat never works on the app for me. I watch it on the browser, says Holly. And Dim322 says, today is my 49th wedding anniversary. Wow. Wow. Well, happy anniversary. There's nothing more powerful and nothing more eternal than a marriage of two people, one flesh under God, given that commitment to God. There's nothing more powerful. I mean, that's just beautiful. Happy anniversary. I really, really appreciate you being here today. Well, let's get right into it. Let's go to prayer in Jesus' name, and then let's start diving into how you are the temple, okay? So if you're wearing a hat, please remove one and bow your heads in Jesus' name. Let's go to our Father in heaven. Father God in heaven. What a wonderful and powerful and gracious and kind and forgiving God you are. And you put so much emphasis and passion and love into each and every single one of us. It's hard to believe that we are that special. If you pan out 5,000 foot overview, we look like ants crawling on the ground, but yet we are that special. We look like tiny little ants crawling on the ground, but we have the power of the living God inside of us through the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus Christ. And that is an amazing gift, blessing, and a responsibility on our part. We also want to thank you for building the new temple in the body of Christ that can never be destroyed And the only need for a new temple is the new temple that Jesus will bring when he brings the kingdom of heaven to earth. Please let us go through the word today with wisdom. Please let us gain the knowledge that has been held secret from people who are not seeking Jesus. And help us then spread that good news so that we can help others see the same thing. Lord, we ask for restoration 
of health, both physical and mental and spiritual, I guess, throughout everybody who listens and watches this Godcast today and in the future. And we pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. It's so weird now, you know. We're 200 and this is Eli, you know this is our 201 201 episode. Sec 201 episodes in. And I remember when I had a hard time even knowing how to pray. I remember when it was hard for me to even sit down and get the words out from my heart that I knew I wanted to say to God, but I always felt really like inadequate or unqualified or just I just felt plain like embarrassed. I remember those days. And now I'm embarrassed if I don't pray in public. I'm embarrassed if I don't have people see me praying in public. Now, here's the thing. The difference between me wanting people to see me pray in public and the Sadducees and the Pharisees wanting to see peop- the, uh, have people see them pray in public, they did it for selfish reasons. I'm doing it for selfless reasons. I want people to see that it's okay to pray to the living God who created you and, give you li- and gave you life in your lungs and does the same thing every minute of every day until the day that you die here on earth. I want people to see me unapologetically and unafraid when I pray to the living God with my family so that maybe they can say, you know what, I guess it is okay. I've wanted to do that too, but I've always been afraid. See, the Sadducees and the Pharisees wanted you to see them praying, wanted the people to see them praying so that they could be lifted up, so they could be elevated and put on some kind of a religious pedestal. That's not what we Christians do it for today. What we do it for today is so that we can show that we are spreading the gospel. We don't even have to speak. Our actions are spreading the gospel. And that is why we have to really, 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 really guard these temple, the temple that God has put inside of all of us. And that comes in many ways. And I got to say, if you really evaluate your life, I can guarantee you, you're not honoring the temple. I'm not. I'll be the first to admit it. Not the way I should. I'm getting better at it. But you got to understand that there's always, there's always going to be a better way for you to honor God. There's no too close you can get to God. You know what I mean? Grammy love, thank you very much. I appreciate that. You are a great writer. Well, I'm not a very great writer, but I'm very good at getting out a story. Somebody else can write for me, but I appreciate that. I do give it my best. But um, there's no amount of perfect that you can achieve. That's why you always try to get better. You're never going to be what Jesus is ever. So you can never get too close to God. You can never read too much Bible. You can never spread too much of the gospel. You can never preach to too many people ever, ever for eternity. So when I say I'm not honoring the temple, I ate McDonald's yesterday. That's not honoring the temple. You know what I mean? Being gluttonous, eating three meals a day, plus porking down half the refrigerator at 1130 at night, right before midnight. That's not honoring the temple. Swearing, using foul and disgusting vulgar language that does not honor God. That's not honoring the temple. Lusting after people that are not your wife. That's not honoring the temple. Hating somebody. Making fun of or bullying somebody. That's not honoring the temple. Smoking cigarettes. Doing drugs. Being an alcoholic. That's not honoring the temple. So you see what I'm saying? CQ, you said it right. There's always Room for improvement when it comes to the temple. But the great thing about this temple is that nobody can invade a physical geographical location and burn it to the ground. Nobody can invade your country and destroy the temple walls so that they need to be rebuilt. Do you know how the temple walls are rebuilt today? Not with resources, money, and manpower. 
No, 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 no. The temple is rebuilt today by you going back to that holy well every morning, by you going back to the B-I-B-L-E, by you going back to the word of God, by you closing your eyes, bowing your head, finding a quiet place in your home and bowing your head down and praying to God. That is rebuilding the walls of the temple today. You understand? And Jesus wanted it that way. That's why he says the body of the Christ is the temple. You are the temple. There doesn't need to be a physical place built, but that is what, like, the Jews, they don't understand. They are desperately wanting to build a new temple. Why? Why? Why are you desperately wanting to build a new temple? So you have a place to go worship God? So you have a place to honor God? So you can take all the physical resources on earth that belong to him anyway, put them all together, and then say, here, they all belong to you. We honor you. It belongs to him anyway. But yet you're not honoring him day by day. You're not honoring him by reading the word and spreading the gospel. You're not honoring him by respecting your wife. If anybody doesn't have Jesus Christ in their life, they are a lost individual and they have no idea what's going on. Again, I don't say this to be rude. I don't want my Jewish brothers and sisters to be like, wow, you are really a bully. It's not about being a bully. It's about trying to tell the truth. And the fact of the matter is, if you do not have Jesus Christ in your life at all, in any way, shape, or form, you're doomed, you're lost, and you're destroyed. It's that simple. And I can tell you that from experience. O wretched man says, wherefore come out from among them and be you separate and Jesus will receive you. Kong, you are not a failure. That is a lie from Satan. You are here learning. Prayers for you. Yes, prayers for you. Grammy Love, you are like Ray Comfort. Well, Ray's a little bit more uh, delicate than Jeremy. I hope to be like Ray someday. I'm not delicate. I mean, I can be. I can wear my heart on my sleeve. I can be a romantic. I can be all that. And I do enjoy it. But I'm not delicate when I'm trying to tell the truth to people. Especially if they are purposely rejecting that truth. I'm not a delicate person like Ray. But I pray to be someday. I pray to be someday. Prayers for Renee. God, please guide her and protect her. Amen. Yes, Klong, none of us are perfect, not even close. Like, you're not, do you know why you're not a failure? Because you're seeking Jesus. Failures seek things of the world. Winners seek Jesus. Are you seeking Jesus? It's really that simple of a question. Are you seeking Jesus? American Nanny says, the Bible tells us we are the temple, so that's not being mean to the Jews. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. There's no need for it. This age-old battle between Jews and, 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 and Muslims, there's no need of, over, over the temple location. There's no need for it. It's worthless. They're fighting over nothing. They really want to honor God. They can honor God right now. They can drop to their knees. They can accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, and they can honor him right now. They don't need to build a temple. They don't need to stack bricks. They don't need to spend money, time, or resources, and they don't need to be put up on a pedestal. Find a quiet room, drop to your knees, accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, understand who he is, and you will be saved. That's simple. I want to, uh, only Jesus is perfect. Amen, Katie. And and that will always remain that that way. Now, let's go to the, um, let's go to the verse of the day that I sent out today. And actually, I think I even have to, um, I don't think I sent it out to everybody. But anyway, let's go to the verse of the day. It says, you are the new temple. Now, we're going to read this, and then we're going to go to a video. Okay? Here we go. I said, wow, it's already day number four in the new studio, and we didn't skip a beat. Huh, Eli? I want to give a big shout out to our producers and everything, too. We did not skip a beat moving into the new studio, and that is unheard of. 
Eli mentioned something yesterday, knock on wood. I don't know if we have any right here. There we go, knock on wood. He mentioned something yesterday. He says, wow, we haven't had one single problem since we moved the studio. Watch, everything's going to just start falling, domino effect, and start on fire. The new studio is going to blow up. Uh, <laughs> um, Jeremy is not wanting you to die. Don't understand why you even said that. Did somebody say that I wanted them to die? That's weird. I don't think I've ever wanted anyone to die in my whole life, even before Christ. Um, I hope that's not what somebody thinks. Yes, get your Bibles ready. Verse of the day is 1 Corinthians 3, 9 through 17. All right? So um, let's get into it. For we are God's fellow workers. You are God's field. You are God's building. According to the grace of God, which was given to me, this is by Paul. That's right, mustache. Amen. That was given to me as a wise master builder. I have laid the foundation and another builds on it. This next couple line, these next couple, couple lines are great. But let each one take heed how he builds on it. Hold on, let me stop real quick. Jeremy, TJ hasn't gotten her EnviroCleanse we raised money for. She had end, she had end stage CO. PD. We all need an EnviroCleanse. We can't afford one either. Um, I thought TJ was going to get one donated to her, but then EnviroCleanse. I don't think I didn't think we raised money for it, did we? Did we raise money to buy her one? Now EnviroCleanse is back. We can get one, but uh, I'll write that down real quick. Sorry, probably just a lot of things get lost in translation around here sometimes. So much going on. TJ EnviroCleanse. We'll get one. We'll get one ready. I apologize, okay? Oh, and thinks you're letting her die? <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. You know, it's really weird here um, sometimes. People just think, like, the worst. And, like, they'll say things that were never even said. And, like, they think, like, like really somebody is really... You really think, and, and look, I'm so sorry that you have COPD. My mom has it too. I know how bad it is. But do you really, really, really think that I am letting you die on purpose? Is that what you really think? Or are you just saying that? Because if that's what you really think, I would be so incredibly offended by that. June 19th show. Okay, TJ, do you think I'm letting you die? You think that? You think I woke up since June, whenever that was, and said to myself, it's letting me die, or I'm letting her die? We'll get one, we'll get one right out to you, and we will uh, find your email, and we'll help you, okay? We're doing the best we can. And if you didn't say that, I apologize. I just read that. But I want to get back into this, because this right here is very important. It's more important than all of us, okay? So let's get down to it. But let each one take heed on how he builds on it. For no further foundation can anyone lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. So nobody can build on that foundation. Nobody can add to that foundation. Nobody can take it away. That foundation is Jesus Christ. And it's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Now, if anyone builds on this foundation with gold, silver, and precious stones, wood, hay, and straw, each one's work will become clear. For the day will declare it. 
because it was revealed by fire. And the fire will test each one's work of what sort it is. If anyone's work, which he has built on it, endures, he will receive a reward. If anyone's work is burned, he will suffer loss. But he himself will be saved, yet so as through the fire. And then this last part right here, verse 16. Do you not know that you are the temple of God? And that the spirit of God dwells in you. If anyone defiles the temple of God, God will destroy him. For the temple of God is holy, which temple you are. So think about this. Think about back in David, King David's day. Think about back before King David with the Ark of the Covenant. Now, it was said that the Ark of the Covenant is where God dwelled. Is where God dwelled. So when you went into the place where the Ark of the Covenant was kept, you had to do so many ritualistic things to go in there because that's where God dwelt. You couldn't go in there dirty. You couldn't go in there munching on McDonald's. You couldn't go in there smoking a cigarette. You couldn't go in there smoking crack. You couldn't go in there with a bourbon, getting wasted. You couldn't go in there swearing. You couldn't go in there defiling the Lord's name. You could not go into the presence of the Lord unless you were about as perfect as a human could be. Now, that temple, that covenant, That dwelling place of the Lord is right here. The Holy Spirit has been given to you by the Father, through the Son, and now God is right here. So, think about what you do with your body every day. Do you enter the dwelling place of the Lord, which is the Holy Spirit, do you wake up every day and do you honor the temple? I do not, but I am getting better at it. Swearing, do you know how incredibly difficult it is to stop saying words that are not uplifting or holy? For me, maybe not for you, but for me, it is extremely difficult I say things that I don't even know that I'm saying. I will swear, and I won't even know I said it until somebody says, you said a swear word, and I'll go, when? When did I swear? That is how incredibly dirty and bad as a human I am. But I'm getting better. And when we get that Enviro Cleanse out to TJ... She'll get better. And TJ, if you didn't say that, that's okay. I just read that. I wasn't trying to be mean to anybody. I just wanted you to let you know that I never hope anybody dies. And, I never, and I'm never um, selfish. I didn't like keep the money so that you couldn't get, like I, I would never do something like that. I just, it just got lost in, in, in everything. So, and, and again, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm not saying that this happened, but again, this is why I say, do not raise money for people unless I'm aware that we're raising money for people, because if I don't have it structured and ready and planned, then I probably won't remember we did it. So I'm just saying it's, it's, it's very difficult to keep up on everything. And TJ, we are extremely sorry. We will get one ordered for you. As a matter of fact, I'll reach out to them today. Okay? We are here for each other. Amen. The family appreciates all you do, Jeremy. It's amazing how you keep track of everything. I, I, I don't, but uh, that's a problem. That's the problem is I don't. And that's exactly why, Jeremy, she said waiting to die. Okay, that's exactly why December 1st, I will not have a night show because there are too many things slipping through the cracks that I just can't physically take care of that need me, Jeremy, to physically take care of them. I can't delegate a lot of this work. So... That's one of the reasons why. It's so that I don't miss this stuff anymore, right? Okay, TJ, I love you. 
I know. I didn't think you would. I just, hey, I can only, that's why it's hard to, you know, try to catch glimpses of the, uh, of the chat. Okay, so now let's get down to, um, to what I wrote about this, okay? I said this. The Jews and the Muslims have this age-old fight about the rightful place for the temple. The Jews long to rebuild the temple and will not feel complete until they do and will fight to eternity to rebuild it. And again, my question is, why? Why? Why would they fight to eternity to rebuild it when it doesn't matter? Please share the video. We have 1,360 people watching. And if you have not yet, please like this video, okay? Jeremy, I emailed you about ACs, but no reply. I guess you forgot. (laughs) No, didn't forget. Just can't get to the emails. Again, another reason why December 1st, I will not be working at evening so I can handle all this stuff and I can answer emails and I can help my wife with the store and I can help things. So again, for too long, we've let things go and we can't let it go anymore. So that's why I made that choice. So we'll get there. The temple has been rebuilt. The temple is you. Jews cannot accept that because they have always believed that the earthly things here, or excuse me, the Jews cannot accept that because they've always believed that the earthly things here that all belong to God anyway need to be utilized to honor him for some reason. They don't understand that the secret of creation and salvation, they don't understand it the way you do. Okay? You have been given the great authority and wisdom to realize that no temple needs to be rebuilt. Jesus built a new temple within all of us. The body of Christ is God's new temple, and he can be honored every single day. The other religions of the world are spending their entire life missing this very important fact. And it's our job to bring them the good news. Thank you, Jesus, for rebuilding the temple within us so that it can never be destroyed again. Isn't that a great, isn't that great news? The temple to God can never be destroyed again because of what Jesus Christ did on the cross and because the Holy Spirit that's within all of us today. Jeremy, Because God said it would be rebuilt, he established it as a sign for his people. The Jew and the sign to the world, they are being evangelists to the world. Satan is fighting this. The temple will only be rebuilt when Jesus comes back. Actually, I guess they'll rebuild the temple. The real temple will only be built when Jesus comes back. I guess they'll try to, aren't they going to do it with the Antichrist? The Antichrist is going to rebuild the new temple or something? I'm only looking forward and toward Jesus. That's the only temple that I'm looking forward to coming back. I'm not looking forward for anybody else to build a temple. I'm certainly not looking forward for the Abrahamic house in the United Arab Emirates right now that won't even allow a cross in there. The temple is right here. I'm the temple. Joe is the temple. Casey is the temple. TJ is the temple. Hazel Kitty is the temple. L.M. Burkowski is the temple. They don't understand the difference between physical and spiritual, apparently they don't understand that difference everyone reset says sherry take a deep breath and know the lord is alive in us and in control be still and know i am god amen family jeremy doing his very best i don't know how he does what he does already let's continue to pray for him yeah i would you know what i would really i would really really appreciate prayers um God is moving everywhere, including here. And these changes that we're about ready to make are definitely needed for all of you and for us, for everyone. Change is hard, but change is necessary. And I promise you that come February, once the change is in in effect for a couple months, we won't even remember how things were structured today. And everybody will have correspondence back with their emails for a change. It'll be great. 
It'll be great. Now, I got a couple videos to show you. We talked about all the other religions in the world that don't understand what you and I understand because we've been given this information by God. Well, I got a couple videos to show you. This is the first one I want to... Uh, this is actually not a video. This is just a, uh, a picture. First one I want to show you. Um, bring this up on the screen. There are 4,200 religions. World religions, I should say. But there's only one empty tomb. There's only one man who conquered sin, death, and hell forever. And his name is Jesus Christ. You can go to the burial sites, the tombs, the caves, the catacombs, wherever, of every other single person that they claim to be their God or their Lord or their whatever, their leader. They're all dead. They're all dead, in the ground, dead. Jesus is not there. How come we can't find his body? Because he's risen. Now, um, <laughs> this is quite something too. Uh, let's see the best place for you to see this. It's a pretty big picture. Okay, so this is the evolution of a Christian. This is pretty cool. Check this out. Seeking guidance. Look how lost he looks. At least he's carrying the Bible. Seeking guidance. Well, I might as well open the book and read it. See his eyes? See how his eyes change? Now he's reading. It says reading the word. Then after you read the words of God, and this is why people that don't read the Bible won't read it, because they know what'll happen. They know what'll happen. Do you know anybody in your life that won't read the Bible? As much as they ask you questions or as much as you talk about it, they just won't read it. Why do you think that is? They got all the questions in the world. They'll read everything from every site. They'll read everything about other religions. They'll read everything about aliens and flat earths and all this other crazy stuff, but they will not pick up that Bible and read it. And it's because they're afraid. They may not know that, but I'm telling you from experience, they're afraid. They're afraid of conviction. They're afraid of finding out who they really are. And they're afraid of being held accountable by somebody because they're Luciferian and they think that they are the gods and in control of their own lives and they're not. That's the truth. So what happens after the reading the word? Well, you receive grace. Then once you receive grace, you break down and cry because you realize exactly how bad you really are. Then you drop to your knees and give thanks for that, trans that, 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 that trip you just took with that journey with Jesus. And then at the end, you worship. You worship. And you love to worship. I am no happier in my life than I am when I'm worshiping. There is no better thing in my life than when I'm worshiping. And if I go a week without worshiping, like listening to the uh, audio of the, of the Bible constantly or, or reading it constantly, I can tell you, man, it changes my life and I'm not a happy individual. I'm not a happy person. Or I may be happy, but I'm not joyful. I'll tell you that. So that is the evolution of a Christian. Let's pop it up one more time here. Seeking guidance, reading the word, grace received, thanksgiving, and worship. And you will never, ever, ever know true joy until then. You will never know true joy until then. Period. It's just not possible. Now, I have another video here to show you. And this other video actually really brought a, um, it got me thinking. Barbara says, that's exactly what happened to me. I'm excited to read God's, read God's word. I haven't read it yet. I pray to God daily. You haven't read the Bible yet, Larry? That's why you come in here every day and say you're a failure. That's why you come in here every day and say you're doomed. That's why you come in here every day and say that you are doomed for, for damnation or hell. Or That's why you come in here every day and you don't have joy, Larry. I'm not lashing out at you or saying anything mean to you. I'm not trying to, please don't take it that way. Like I said, I'm not a delicate guy. I'm giving you the truth. Read the Bible. That simple. Read it. Start with the Gospels. Mark, Mac Mark Matthew, Luke, and John. From there, go to Romans. 
go to Proverbs. And then you can start from the beginning. Read the word of God or you will never be saved, period. It's a love letter to you. He tells you the secrets of the universe that you don't know, that I can't even tell you because they won't register. You have to read the Bible. Larry, you will feel so much joy. You won't care how bad your wife treats you. Where should I start again, Jeremy? The Gospels. Mark, Mark, Matthew, Luke, and John. Read those first. Then go to Romans and Proverbs. Then read the rest of the Bible. That's what I would do. Acts would be a good one too, yeah? Acts would be a good one too. But these books are to tell you who Jesus is. The Gospels are to tell you who Jesus is. Romans, Acts, and Proverbs teach you how to live as a Christian and, and, and deal with issues and problems in your life as a Christian. But always the best place to start the Bible, if you really want to know, if you, if you really plan on reading the whole Bible, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was void. Start there. Bruce, I'm the same way. I have to listen to it because I can't read it. I, I, I get lost. But Larry, I'm telling you, brother, this is the key. This is what you've been waiting for. You've been here for 200 episodes, roughly, and you've had the same, same scenario and situations happen in your life every day. And now I know why. I never knew you didn't read the Bible. You have to read it. Again, it is God's personal love letter to you. And it will change everything if you read it with an open mind, an open soul, an open spirit, and allow God in. Now, let's go back to what I was going to say. Please like and share the video, folks. we got 1,500 people listening to the Word of God. Has anybody ever thought about the thief on the cross? i got to be honest with you. I never did. Never thought about the thief on the cross. Thought about him while he was on the cross, but never thought about him afterwards. Has anybody here thought about the thief of the cross, thief on the cross after he died? Not before he died, after he died. Because I never did. Why? Because I knew where he went. Because Jesus tells us, you will be with me in heaven. So right there, I just kind of, eh, okay. Done. Never thought about him afterwards. Listen to this guy. I think this is, this is funny, but it's true. Oh, the thief on the cross. I, I can't wait to find that fellow one day to ask him. You've never been in a Bible study. You never got baptized. And yet you made it. You made it. How did you make it? That's what the angel must have said, you know, like, what are you doing here? Well, I don't know. What, what do you mean you don't know? Excuse me, let me get my supervisor. They go get the supervisor, Ranger. So, we're just a few questions for you. First of all, are you clear on the doctrine of justification by faith? The guy said, I've never heard of it in my life. And, and what about, uh, let's just go to the doctrine of scripture immediately guys just stared and eventually in frustration he says on on what basis are you here and he said the man on the middle cross said i can come amen now amen now, that's the that is the only answer amen that is the only answer and if i don't preach the gospel to myself all day and every day then i will find myself beginning to trust myself, yep. trust my experience, yep. which is part of my fallenness as a man. They think about the thief on the cross. Why are you here? You've never were baptized. Did you ever attend any of these schools, these doctrines? Did you, did you do all this stuff? Were you, you know, academically in the word of God and the Jewish, in the Torah, blah, blah, blah? No. Why are you here? I'm tearing up. He says, because the man on the middle cross told me to come here. That's all I know. 
The man on the cross told me I could come here. So here I am. Jesus said I could come. If that doesn't bring a tear to your eye, maybe you, uh, maybe you need to open up that Bible. Jesus said I could come. How incredible. How absolutely incredible. Why are you here? Wow. Just wow. Somebody asked, what do you do with somebody who won't read the Bible because they think it's fictional? Ask them if they ever read Harry Potter. Ask them if they ever read any book ever. And then ask them if those books were biographies or non-fictional books. Ask them if they've ever read a fictional book in their life. And if they have, then say, why are you so afraid to read this one then? It's got great stories in it. It's got great superhero stories. It's got stories of monsters and beasts and giants. It's got stories of devils and angels and war and heaven. It's got stories of oceans being parted and worlds being flooded. Sounds like a great fictional book to read to me, doesn't it? Problem is they won't read it because they're afraid of it. The demons that are living inside them won't allow them to go 10 feet uh, within 10 feet of it. That's why. I'm sure they've read fictional books before. Why are you so afraid of this one? It's not the never-ending storybook. It's not going to come alive. Or is it? It'll certainly make you come alive. It'll take you from death to life real fast. Right? You guys ever heard that song, Rescue Story? This is my rescue story. You lifted me up from the ashes. You carried my soul from death to life, bringing me from glory to glory. You were my rescue story. And then at the end, it says, never gave up on me. Never gave up on me. You were my testimony. Oh, that song brings me to tears every time. Every single time. You never heard that song, Rescue Story. All right, we got about six minutes left. I want to play about, I don't know, five minutes of this video with Cliff Netchel because I love Cliff Netchel so much. I love, his, I love the way he evangelizes. I love the way he goes to colleges. And um, I just love what he says. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Cliff Netchel. And why can't there be multiple ways Good. into heaven? Good. There can be. But you see, what you've got to answer, ma'am, is... Why would you believe in heaven? Have you ever been there? Neither have I. So in light of the fact you've never seen heaven, why would you as a thinking human being believe there's a heaven? I mean... Why? Through the Christian faith, is, is there not the, the communication that if you are, you do live by the faith, you get, and you are forgiven, you go to heaven? Yes, but ma'am, my being convinced that I'm going to heaven is based on one thing, the trustworthiness of Jesus Christ. Because I've never been to heaven. So I don't know if there's a heaven or not from my experience. And I can promise you, Austin is not heaven. Okay? It's a very nice place, but it's not heaven. Right. Okay? So you see, ma'am, when it comes to heaven, you're going to have to trust somebody the same way I'm going to have to trust somebody. And the question is, why do you trust whoever it is you trust? So because Muhammad contradicts Jesus, and because Jesus contradicts the avatars of Hinduism, and because the avatars of Hinduism contradict Siddhartha Gautama Buddha, and because they all contradict Baha'i faith, you've got to be on the intellectual level of a cockroach if you say, they're all saying the same thing. They're not, ma'am, they're contradicting each other. So either they're all wrong, or one of them's right. And now you've got to study the Gospels for yourself, Matthew, yep. Mark, Luke, and John. There you go, Larry. You've got to ask yourself, does the evidence point to Jesus being the truth? And if it does, trust him. But if the evidence is that Christ is a liar, you'd be a fool to trust him. Do not trust Jesus if the evidence is he's a fraud, he's a hypocrite, he's a liar. Don't trust him. But if the evidence is he's totally reliable, if the evidence is he really did die and rise from the dead, 
then you can trust him, and he's the one who promises heaven to everybody who puts their faith in him. A lot of my friends are atheist and agnostic, okay? And here's something that my atheist agnostic friends have to acknowledge if they're being intellectually consistent. Because they believe there's no heaven, no day of judgment, that has big implications for now, today. And the implication is what you and I do with our lives is ultimately meaningless. Why? Where are Hitler and Mother Teresa if there is no heaven and no hell? Where are Hitler and Mother Teresa? The same place. The fertilizer pit. They're decomposing. Which means, ultimately, it does not matter whether you are Adolf Hitler II or whether you're Mother Teresa II, because we're all going to the same place, the fertilizer pit. You see, Jesus says, no, there is eternity out there, and there is a heaven and a hell, and there's a day of judgment, which means the decisions that you make today are really significant. They really matter. And you are really valuable. Because God wants you to live for eternity with him in heaven. And becoming fertilizer is not God's plan for you and desire for you. Does that make any sense? Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for raising that. Yes, sir. There's been an, a couple issues of things that you've been saying that I have questions with. But I'm just going to do a quick, quick, short one. One of, my, one of my main questions that I always have yeah. um, is just that given what you touted earlier, a triomni god of omnibenevolent, omnipotent, omniscient, right. just all-powerful, all-knowing, all-caring. Um, how do you explain the existence of evil and suffering? You bet. Very slowly, having to acknowledge I can't give you a complete answer, I do not know ultimately why God allowed evil, suffering, and death. But here's my first point. If you're an atheist or if you're an agnostic, what is your solution to the problem of evil and death? My solution to the evil problem? The solution. What is your solution to the problem of evil and death? If you're an atheist, if you're an agnostic. I mean, solution for everybody is just to be as good as possible. I mean, everybody should aim for being good. Um, True, according to their own definition of good, right? Becoming, yeah, own definition good, whether it's objective good from God or objective good from another source. Well, remember, the atheist or agnostic says either there is no God or I don't know whether there's a God. Yeah. So good is not defined by God if you're an atheist. Yeah. If you're an atheist, the good is defined by your culture or by the power elite or by yourself or by majority opinion. It could be just defined as good. It's just good just exists, whether God or not. How yeah. can good just exist? Good, good could possibly, because I, I don't know if there's a God or not. And this is why it's so important to spread the gospel, because kids are all going to say, I don't know if there's a God or not. Well, if you don't teach them that there is, somebody's going to teach them that there's not. And that's not what we want. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to take you out the same way I brought you in with some nice light music behind. Sean Farish and Ungoverned is starting right now. So we want to make sure that we get into his show without disrespecting his time. But I do want to say, ladies and gentlemen, you are the new temple. Respect your bodies. Respect the Lord. Do what you can to make, to honor your temple that belongs to God better today than you did yesterday. And so on and so forth. God bless you guys. I thank you very much. And I will see you at the 11 o'clock hour for Live from America. And please stay tuned for Sean Farish next. You'll have to pop out of this one and jump into his live next. Thank you very much. God bless you and protect that temple. See you later, folks.